Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's time for another episode of The Soul of the South Side. Coming to you live from the South Side and for the South Side. Here on uh, Soul of the South Side, I got one rule. You can ask me something, but you can't tell me shit. Um, everybody wants to be up in arms about Tony LaRusa and the buttons he's pressed. I think he's done an outstanding job with what's taking place. Now, I'm the same guy who criticized my Hall of Fame manager because he didn't bring in the best closer in the game in the sixth inning to shut a game down. That That's my personal belief. Liam wasn't even warming up, so he wasn't even an option at that point. So uh, even my small quarrels with Tony can go right out the fucking door, uh, number one. Number two, he's not the guy that's making all of these errors. He's not the guy stranding 27 guys on base. One for 15 with runners in scoring position yesterday. Thank God we pieced together a win. We, as a fan base, I'm speaking just solely White Sox fans, we micromanage the team more than anybody else who's involved with the team, literally. Now, they could give us an A-plus lineup like Tony's been doing, especially with not starting Andrew Vaughn in front of Nick Williams when Nick Williams is a regular outfielder. So I'm not putting my rookie first baseman in that situation when I don't have to. 162 games, who knows? Nick Williams not, might not even get 100 at-bats. But he's he's productive and he's helping out now. So, yeah, you press those buttons. Although I don't want to see Leary Garcia at shortstop more than I see Danny Mendick, I'm okay with that. Because at his core, Tony La Russa is a National League manager. Let me Let me say that again. Tony La Russa is a National League manager. This White Sox team has a National League roster. Okay, outside of Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, um, uh, Yerman Mercedes, apparently, and uh, Healthy Eloy, we don't have that much pure power, that thunder in the lineup. So we got to figure out how to create production from other spots. Uh, Nick Madrigal has been doing an excellent job keeping the bottom of the lineup afloat. You got to think about it. Our leadoff hitter, Adam Eaton, leads the teams in home runs. And they're not just uh, one run, uh, you know, solo jacks. They're two run, three run shots. Somebody has to be on base for that man to get those RBIs. Am I wrong? So the bottom of the lineup been picking it up. Everybody's, um, you know, jumping down my boy Moncada's throat. He's batting cleanup. I understand you don't want to see Yo batting cleanup, but look who's batting in front and behind him. Two players that aren't going to take their walks, even though Yerman Mercedes has been having some fucking beautiful at-bats. Uh, in front of him, Pito has not been taking his walks. How many sliders and curveballs has he swung in the dirt? Yesterday, McKenzie was gassing him up, up and tight. So... I want Yo to see as many pitches as he can. And from the cleanup spot, he's going to do just that. I know we're sick of him taking strike three on the inner half of the plate. And I know we're sick of him fouling 3-1 room service fastballs back. He's been an inconsistent hitter his whole career in the White Sox uh, uniform. Even with the, the, the 2019 campaign. He's still a docile hitter. That's okay. That's him by nature. The only way he's going to get out of this is if he pulls the trigger within himself. His eye 
at the plate is not the issue. He is not pulling off swings. He's just not pulling the trigger itself. As far as like starting pitching, I have no quarrels. I have no quarrels with what our starters have been doing. Even though we got some horses in the stable, it's still a work in progress. My boy Dylan Cease, that four and two third, everybody was saying they were so proud of him and they think he's done a good job. No, you're still inefficient with your fastball, Dylan. You're still yanking it in the zone. I don't need you to try to give somebody 98 every time. Show me 95. Give me even even 94, 93. You you have the stuff. Get it over the plate, Dylan. Four and two-thirds, especially when we needed your young ass to pick our uh, rotation up. That's not going to cut it for me. And even though most of, most of what happened isn't your fault, D, but come on. You got the ability to pick us up, too. With your stuff, there's no way. Uh, Dallas has been, uh, you know... Even Keel, I feel like uh, he's been a little bit too cute in his own, trying to make people nibble instead of just relying on his uh, movement. Uh, he's been throwing a lot of change-ups instead of burying that cutter inside on right-handed batters. And when he's just floating that change-up, it's room service. It's room service. He's throwing 88 to 90 max. So what is your change-up looking a difference of? You know, your cutter's looking more like a breaking ball you know, every start. So what you got to do, Dallas, is you got to get into that Mark Burley mode. Don't try to impose your pitchers. You don't have enough velocity to impose your will on a hitter, Dallas. What you have to do is keep presenting it. Present the changeup. Present the sinker. Make them nibble a little bit more. Your shit's been catching too much of the plate. But at 5-5, five and five, there's not too much I can complain about the ball club, especially looking at around the division. Hell, the whole American League is struggling right now. If you look at the Yankees, they're 5-5 five and five as well, and they look like the worst team in the AL. My other boys, the Red Sox, have been beating the seams off the ball for the past 10 days. All right? And that's a team that people have been telling me they're going to finish in last place. So, um... Just to conclude, I don't think Tony La Russa is the issue right now because he's not the one making these errors. He's he's not the one leaving these guys on base. His job is to make the lineup <clears throat> and make sure my starting pitching uh, transitions to the bullpen as clean as possible, as clean as possible. I want to give a special shout-out to Cody Hoyer because last night, my man was everything I bragged him to be. He was the staple. He was my rock. I needed him to go at least two plus to take my team off the hook. And what did he do? He fucking shoved for two plus. Yankees fans thought I was a fucking idiot because I said Cody Horrell will be more important and more effective than a Rodas Chapman. Chapman got his first save, I think, yesterday or when or some bullshit like that. Cody Hoyer, last night was one of my favorite games to watch because it was high leverage. And you know what we do with our young boys when it's high leverage. So once again, um, not really too into the Tony La Russa hate. Uh, I can understand where it's coming from. Being a White Sox fan, and I know what it's like to micromanage and do all this other bullshit that is relevant with the big boys. Um, but keep calm. He has the reins to back it up. Um, 
Andrew Vaughn, he's going to get his playing time. But you can't get mad at the organization for weaning him in. He's already learning a new position. Uh, from what I've seen at the plate, his, his plate presence is decent. He just hasn't put, a, put together the base hits. Okay? A couple of Ks, I don't care. As long as he's still staying up the middle of the field, he's not turning the barrel over on every swing. That's all I look for with Drew. That's all I look for. Make your catches in left, and we going into the next transition. TLR is notorious for pinch hitting and defensive substitutions. If I have a rookie stick on the pine who can be a little bit versatile, uh, can comes to outfield, I don't mind doing a lefty-righty switch between Andrew Vaughn and Nick Williams or whoever else involved, just in case you want to give Eaton a rest. All right, because I know his fucking back and shoulders are hurting from carrying this team, especially being a guy of the Nick Madrigal variety. Another guy that gets unnecessary hate was Adam Eaton. Okay, speaking of hate, let's go into a little bit of Gil Scott Heron. Home is where the hate is. strike out you the only thing you could probably get mad at is him dribbling the fucking ball to second base every other at bat but he's a gamer even with the errors that he make uh adam eaton too another gamer pitch by pitch at bat at bat these are two uh players of the smaller variety with the biggest hearts on the team so it's easy for me personally to root for those type of guys on Twitter, White Sox Twitter was up in arms when we signed Adam Eaton back to the team. And I was like, time the hell out. We just got a, a Hall of Fame National League-style manager. Adam Eaton is one of the best things we could have. A left-handed bat at the top. You could bat him anywhere. The defense is going to be there outside of, you know, the couple of blemishes that he had. He's a guy that keeps the line moving. That's what we need in the lineup. Keep the line moving moving and that's what nick madrigal has been doing too at the bottom he's been taking his walks he's been hitting it dumping his singles down i mean what more can you ask so hopefully in the next coming weeks we could see the bats pick up we could see a little bit more momentum out of the boys but the unnecessary spanky and backwood nick madrigal hate has to stop Hope you guys like what you heard today. And once again, this was the soul of the South Side. Hey, it's your boy, Leases Price, guys. And it's just a reminder, if you liked any of the content you heard today, make sure you follow me and my boys at The Bad Guy Radio on Twitter. That would be at The Bad Guy Radio. Uh, a couple of my homies, King Mac, Ken Woe, Aussie Sox, Iowa Sox. We've got a couple of shows lined up, great lineup of shows. So once again, if you like what you heard and you like the content, follow me, Lises Price, on Twitter at green-eyed underscore soup, and you can follow the whole roster of boys at The Bad Guy Radio. Thanks again.